guys as our opening, or are you putting it in later? I always put it in later. Post. We're recording right now. Welcome to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things Scream Free. My name is John Allen Turner, and my friend uh, Hal Edward Runkle is sitting across the table from me, as yes. always. How yeah. are you today, Hal? I'm thirsty. Thirsty? Okay. So I'm going to be drinking. <laughs> water, mm-hmm. of course. It's water, right? Okay. No. I have my wait. coffee in my Pepperdine and mug. And that's coffee. It is coffee. Mm-hmm. You can try. You can see. Yeah. Sure. And that's that's nothing but coffee in there. Nothing. Coffee and a little bit of sugar. Well, then you ruined it. <laughs> uh, so other than thirsty, uh, it's been it's been a while since we were able to get together because we've been yes. uh, you know all over the place again, and uh, we got to get better about our schedule. Our listening audience is probably restless. Oh, I'm sure all uh, eight of those people out there on pins and needles wondering when we're going to bated breath drop our next podcast. And so much has happened in the world True. Uh, since the last time we recorded. True. You know, the last the last one we did was uh, the, the big news item was uh, all the the celebrity selfies that had been leaked. Oh, that's true. And, and that and feels like that was six months ago, right? Uh, just because so much has happened. So, uh, so just to catch everybody up and remind everybody. There was a there was an incident that was huge in the news, and it was um, it dealt with some domestic violence issues yes. in the National Football League. There were a couple of incidents. Well, the first actually. one. Now there's three. A third <clears throat> one that has now the the up. first one was uh, this fella named Ray Rice, and the video of him cold cocking his wife. It, then fiance, now wife, yeah, right? In, yeah. Yes, in the elevator. In an elevator in uh, where they were in Las Vegas. Yes, they were. And in, um, and we had seen the video prior of him dragging her out. Right of the, of the elevator. elevator. She had been unconscious. Yes. Yeah. But apparently, we had never. The public had never seen the video of actually him striking her and, until uh, a couple of weeks ago. And TMZ. Right leaked that video somehow or other they got their hands on it and uh and it caused uh, and, and rightfully so a huge public outcry yes and uh and ray rice was suspended he was initially had been suspended for just two games right but then when this video came out and the public outcry was so huge he was dropped from the team and because has become persona non grata and yes will which uh whatever that means it means I a person to whom we will not extend grace. Yes. Yes. It uh, it means he probably will not play professional football ever again. again. Yeah. At least for a long sure. time. I mean, it, you know, the, the National Football League is um, is sort of uh, schizophrenic on some of these issues mm. because uh, people said that about Michael Vick, you know, who's convicted of uh, running a dog fighting True. ring and, and went to prison for a number of years and then came back and... Paid his debt to society. He's a changed True. man and, and has been a, a very upstanding citizen and a member of the National Football League for many yeah, years. Yeah, it's interesting. It, had Ray Rice gotten a prison sentence, yeah, maybe after serving in prison, then bring him out be and welcomed we, back. Plexico Burris shot himself in the leg in a nightclub right. and was arrested for having firearms in a public place and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. He goes to prison for yes. a couple of years. He comes out. He plays in the league again. He did go to prison yeah. for that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Lewis uh, pl- played with the Ravens as well. He did and of not course, go to prison, though. He did not. He was acquitted, but it was a very, very uh, sketchy and, and high-profile trial. Sure. Sure, and uh, and he ends up being, you know, pro- pro- perhaps a Hall of Fame 
football player. Oh, yes. You know, without a doubt. So so the National Football League is very forgiving of many things. But in this era of where everything gets captured on video. Sure. It's a little bit more difficult because people will never be able to unsee that video. Him, cold cock and his wife. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's to, to watch a grown man uh, pull back his fist. Not just a grown man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm a grown man. Yes. You're a grown man. Neither of us I look like him. My yeah. punch could knock my wife out. <laughs> my punch. Just, just really make her mad. Yes. <laughs> and then laugh. And that's the best you have. And then hit you back. And there's a reason why. I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She would hit me back with harder force. And, yeah, yeah. And she she might knock you out. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but with a man who is that built, sure. that strong, that trained to dole out punishment physically. Right, he is physically aggressive for a living. Right. So, which is the issue that only a few people out there have actually been willing to raise. Right. About well, the va- the basic nature of the football game. So, itself. so you and I, I was uh, sitting in my house, and you and I were texting back and forth uh, about how we needed to record a podcast specifically about that video and that issue, and we need, we yes. felt like we wanted to get it out there because everyone's attention was focused on it. Yes, and I texted you back. Have you heard about Adrian Peterson? Right, which I had not. And it was happening right then on the crawl, on the crawl. of my television screen in, in the bedroom of my house. Uh, I, I'm watching that news story play out, and I, I'm texting you live updates. Adrian Peterson had been arrested, or a warrant for his arrest had been issued mm-hmm. for uh, abusing his four-year-old son. Yes. Uh so, so the details of the story still a little bit sketchy, but, but um, they had sent the evidence. Pictures had been taken, medical records, whatever. They had sent all that evidence to a grand jury, and the grand jury had come back saying, "Yes, that is abuse." We we say if that occurred, if he did that, that is abuse that is worthy of an arrest. So, so the Adrian Peterson was uh, uh, switching his son, which is a common occurrence in a lot of families, a lot of households, yes. especially. Our age and above. Yes, that was a, a fairly common occurrence. You uh, would be your your parents or your grandparents or someone would, uh, in in an attempt to discipline you, would have you go pick your own switch sometimes, right? And sure. you hear all these stories about how I had to go pick my own switch and then bring it back, and sure. if it wasn't good enough or whatever, supple enough mm-hmm. or whatever, I had to go do mm-hmm. it again, you know, until a suitable instrument of my physical mm-hmm. discipline was brought to the disciplinarian. And then, so so Adrian Peterson hit his four-year-old son maybe 15, 16 times with a switch. Yes. And it left welts and... Open wounds. Drew blood and... On the back <clears throat> of his legs, on his buttocks, on his back, on uh, his chest, on his genitals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that oh. was that was one of the, the most damning right. uh, pieces of evidence. There was text messages back and forth between he and his wife, and he, he mentioned that he got him in a very sensitive place right. because he got a little bit worked up. Carried away. Yeah. Yeah, and he was trying to... Punish the child for striking or, yes, for hitting his cousin. Is that what it was? Something like that. Okay. And so he right. said, go get a switch, and he got one, and, but he proceeded to disrobe him and then strike him 
So, so uh, strip the kid naked, or yes. at least to have him drop his pants. Yes, and, and then uh, then switch him with the switch. Um, again, this isn't uh, this doesn't sound like this, you know, unheard of uh, sort of event. This is the kind of thing that has happened in our country since the very beginning, uh, since its very inception. This is the kind of thing that uh, goes back hundreds and thousands of years. Parents have yes. disciplined their children. Through the use of corporal punishment, yes, spanking them um, uh, with their hand or with uh, various instruments, with a belt yes. or uh, uh, and and this is the sad thing to me right now. Right here we sit on September thirtieth, and that news story has already pretty much gone away. Right, the football team that Adrian Peterson played for dropped him. Uh, first of all, they they uh, put him on the you know bench, sure, and uh, and then they reactivated him, and then everybody and freaked out. Governor spoke about it, and now, and so, so now he's dropped him from the team altogether. No, no, they've not have they not? Okay, they have put him on the exempt list. Okay, so some special reserved yes, list, which enables them to replace the player because there's only a number salary, of, yeah, yeah, but uh, but he uh, he's still getting paid. Okay, all right. So he's basically suspended with pay until this plays out in the in the court system there in East Texas where he makes his home. Yes. So, um, and and again, this has sparked, or initially and immediately, it sparked all kinds of debates, huge controversy. So yes. you have people lining up on either side. Some people saying um, uh, that is barbaric. Right. That should never occur. Right. I can't believe that guy is a monster. Other people saying, hey, that happened to me. That's how my parents raised me, um, and that's kind of what made me the, into the person I am today. Now, what what makes me sad right now on September 30th is that story has gone away. Yes. The, the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, have replaced him and ended up winning the game yesterday. They just beat our Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons yeah. And uh, the team has moved on. And the news media has moved on. We're now talking about what's going on in the Middle East. We're talking sure. about, you know, this sure. uh, intruder into the White House. We've moved on. The news cycle continues in its relentless path. But you and I wanted to take some time to say, hang on, let's not forget these stories. Right. Because there's something going on in terms of domestic violence that, that we got to talk about. And because that's such a huge topic, and we run the risk of opening so many different cans of worms. Well, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> by we. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, the Sunday of, uh, after hearing about the incident, I... The, not the Ray Rice incident, but the right. Adrian Peterson, the Peterson incident. Yes. So that's the, what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about just the spanking issue. incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And the... Well, I think they're all. I, I think there's there's room to tie them together. But what I started was I for the first time in print. I have done it many times in in person and in, even on stage speaking. Well, sure, you mm. and I when we do parenting, when we do screen free parenting, wherever we're speaking, we we always try to leave time for Q and A. Yes. And one of the most common questions, or at least frequently asked questions, that we get is, "What about spanking?" And it's amazing. Actually, it's not that common. Well, it, it it has been in the past. I think it's gotten less common as we've done it. I have to tell you, I've maybe been asked five times. Oh, really? I've been asked, you know, more than that. Right. But okay. 
and that may be because you're not the name on the book. That's true. Maybe that uh, there's, and it may be. Here's the other piece that nobody likes to talk about. Yeah, but we we need to throw this in the mix. It may also be because people know that I've been a pastor. Maybe, and that this is a particular hot button issue for Christians for conservative Christians. Yes, maybe. Maybe, maybe they don't want to challenge me on it um, publicly for whatever reason. Yeah, it has not. You know, I've I've spoken on parenting probably a thousand times, but it is very rarely. But I have always had a stock answer to that, right? And your stock answer has typically been: I do not address spanking explicitly, directly in the Scream Free Parenting book. That was a choice that we made to recognize it's such a hot button issue that. If you lead with that, it it automatically kind of uh, divides your audience. Right. It's a little bit like uh, for those people who watch Breaking Bad. You know, Walter White used to have these episodes where he would hear a word, and then everything would just kind of go white noise. Yes. And it's all you can hear is that one word. Right. You know, once you lead with spanking. Right. It becomes all anybody can now, hear. Now everybody gears up to defend yeah. their positions. It's like abortion. It's right. Yeah. It, it's it's like the death penalty. Right. It's, right. And so I didn't want to do that. What I wanted to do was lead parents to a new, better way of thinking about parenting in general that is non-reactive. Yes. That is all of what Scream Free is about: is being non-reactive. So increasing our ability to be responsive by first calming ourselves down and willingly evaluating all the choices we make as parents, mm-hmm. and that's so it's not an automatic reaction. And spanking, I will say, the vast majority of the time is, is a, a reaction. reaction. It, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. it is a reaction to what has happened. It sounds like that with Adrian Peterson. It's a reaction that. Starts as an emotional reaction and then is overcome with emotion. And so that it leads you to do things you didn't intend to do, like opening up wounds on sure. your child. Well, the fact that he said in his text to his wife that he got a little yes. carried away or a little worked up or a little whatever and would indicate that he was not in a position of he was not controlling himself at He the was moment. not. He, he was had not. Allowed whatever to get the better of him. Allegedly. Sure. Yeah. Has not been proven right, in a court right. of we law. We want to be careful but to he say admitted that. Yes. it on the text message. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so the deal is, I've always, so here's what I've said is look, whether you spank is up to you. Yeah. Right. Uh, whether you spank and defend it, that's fine. And if you want to, I always, always said this if you want to have a private conversation about the biblical arguments for spanking, mm-hmm. right? I, I used to live that life. I'm sure. sem- you went to seminary? Sem- yeah, yeah. Two yeah. seminary degrees. We can talk about that, yeah. original languages, interpretation, whatever. But here's what I will say is I want parents to learn ways of teaching their children, disciplining their children that actually leave you feeling good about your parenting. Good about your parenting, good about your relationship yes. with your child, and leave your child feeling good about their That They might be feel upset, Yes, but I don't know of parents who spank their children and then feel good about it. Right, nobody says, hooray, I got to spank my kids today. There are some people out there. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. There are some people out there who believe so much that it is the primary, it is the... 
I don't even know. It, it is it is the best, or it is the way that the Bible has said to discipline, and so I'm getting to do specifically what the Bible's told me to do, and so they defend it with that. Yeah, that's that's a very. I, I think sure. it's a small. I I agree. That's that's, that's a, a that's that's a. That's a, that's a yeah, you know, there's a spectrum here. Yes, that's and, only, and that would be towards the the the, the end, end of the spectrum. Yes, of yes. one of the ends. Yes, uh, most people they spank and they feel it was a last resort. I wish I didn't have to do it, but your behavior yep. was so bad that I had to. And I don't think that's a position of integrity. And that's what fuels the age-old maxim, you know, or the the that that old saw. This is going to hurt me more than it is going to hurt you. Right. I wish I didn't have to do this, and this is going to be painful for me to do, but you've left me no other option. Yes. And so as badly as this is going to hurt you, it is going to hurt me even worse. So I will tell them, look, you want to spank, that's, that's fine, but I want to call you to something higher than that. Right. To get more creative and imaginative in ways that actually leave you feeling good, standing tall, right? I, I, I like parents feeling that I can stand tall and stand by what I did sure. and feel good about that. And my standard response has been to say, again, this is something you're going to have to decide based on your own conscience and your own principles and your own integrity. Um, and obviously we'll need to follow the laws of the land because yes. if you're speaking in, you know, a lot of other countries have laws that, that are very prohibitive 30, about this. 35 have outlawed it. Right, right. Altogether. So, um, so follow the laws of the land, but then stand on your own integrity and your own principles, but think this through. And this has been my standard response is there's a difference between punishment and discipline. Mm -hmm. Punishment is by nature punitive. punitive and it is backwards focused. It looks back on something bad that you did the and incident, it is trying yes. to keep you from doing something bad. Stop doing bad things, which is all negatively focused. Yes. You did something bad in the past. I'm going to make you feel bad now because of something bad you did in the past. Yes. Discipline is future oriented and discipline has a better future in mind for you. So I want to guide you into a better future. I want to teach you towards a positive. Right. So rather than focusing on what you did wrong, I want to focus your attention on what you can do right in the future, moving forward in the future. As so, a, you do, a disciplining is something you do to a disciple. Right, exactly. Someone you are helping to train, which is the basic meaning of discipline. Yes. So, it, again, think that through and run that through that filter. Do I spank? Do I time out? Do I, what do I do to yes. discipline? Is this discipline or is this punishment? Right. And, 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 and just add that to the mix. That's been my standard response. And that's great, because what we want, ultimately, our whole message is always, we want parents to be more thoughtful yes. about their choices. Yes. I just want you to think. And that's what people tell me. What should I do now? Think. Think. Go home and think. Yeah. Read the book. That you know, A lot of times they get the book as a free gift. Read the book. Read parts of the book. Just do something to get away and think. Is what you're doing with your children working? That's and, a big thing right there. Right? Is it actually helping them make better choices? Are you increasing your effectiveness as a leader as judged by how capable you feel, how confident mm -hmm. you feel, and are you getting respect naturally from them? Because that I don't see happening with people who resort to spanking a lot, right. where the, the kids are actually respecting them. They might be fearing them, right. but that they, is different than respect. Yes, exactly. They may right. respect the position, but they don't respect the person. I want you 
to be in a position of such great influence with your children that you feel great about your relationship with them now in the present right in the current mm-hmm. in the current time not i can't wait till we get get past this phase and then we're going to but now we're in this phase where i got to spank you right i got right. i got to do this right I, I i have counseled so many hundreds of parents over the years that have found themselves in that position and they feel like i've got no other choice what we're trying to do is increase people's for lack of a actual word choicefulness <laughs> not a term but i actually like it choicefulness choiceful That's well we, we are the company that invented the word screen we, free yeah, we so we, we invent words what we do choiceful choiceful i want you to feel more choiceful have more options available to you now that's been my response you said your response i think those are good responses however i decided for the first time in print <laughs> to outline. Well, you say in print. Online. This was, uh, this was on your Facebook. Personal. Page. I did not yeah, do it. You did not do it on the, on the exactly. But that's a. But come on, you that's are the a, face I'm of the face free, of screen free. I created it. Yeah, yes. Exactly. So I so understood. On your personal and, Facebook page. Yes. I, and people were actually that I know were talking friends that I have on Facebook were sure. asking me what do, what are you thinking about this whole thing because yeah. here's the problem is, and this. Well, I'll say this way. I decided to put out five points. Yes. I put five points out there for people to consider that outlined my position. And it was, I stated it very forcefully. Oh, yeah, you did. And I think the, the points had a ton of validity and could uh, call people to that thoughtfulness. That was certainly... A large measure of the intent. However, I did not follow my own principles in how I stated those points. And I learned from that. You used some language. I was not scream-free while talking about being spank-free. And... Uh, and so it consequently it created a bit of a it did a fire now storm. I will tell you by far the vast majority of the feedback that was I did o- receive overwhelmingly was, positive and people were forwarding it all over they, they saying this is the best argument I've ever heard right yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah my arguments my first argument was look if you're jumping already to defend spanking because you're anticipating the the furor over right. Adrian Peterson then what you're actually doing is defending his Right. Efforts. His yeah. Right. His his actions. There's no reason. Everyone, I think, especially, and I have intentionally chosen not to view the photos because there are right. some things I can't unsee, right. and there's some things that so unsettle me. Which you wish you could with the Ray Rice thing. Exactly. I don't. I, it's yeah. why I intentionally avoided that as long as I could. I happened to be in yeah. a. I was somewhere and turned and saw the TV and it was on. You know, and I, I tried to avoid it as long as I could. I have intentionally avoided these photos because I didn't want to see them. But from my understanding, anybody who sees those photos says that's, that's o- abuse. That's over the line. And so, my my first point was. If you actually believe that spanking is one thing and abuse is another thing, then don't take the abuse case to defend spanking. Right. Which is what people seem to have done. You don't need to defend spanking if that's abuse. And again, I think most people, uh, most reasonable people who have viewed the photos say that's that's abuse. Yes. So that's fine. Okay. And people like the first point. Yeah, sure. 
Second point, uh, it, it got, I started to get a little more reactive. Okay. Well, and because here's what I said was, look, there is now no logical reason to defend spanking because there is overwhelming scientific evidence that spanking not only works against your efforts to improve your Correct child's their behavior. behavior. Yeah, it actually makes it worse. Yeah, it, it, it tends to lead children more in the pathway of rebellion. Yes, it does, right? Which, if you think about it, just makes sense. Uh-huh. If they're being punished, right? It's Rather like, than discipline. You're, you're keeping me in the past, and I'm my whole body, my whole life is, Everything is, is forward motion, right? Yeah. But I think you are an opponent to yeah. me having that future. You are a punisher, not a discipline. Because you don't Arian. think I'm capable of getting to that point, so you want to... Right. Keep, yeah, that, keep you may not think that's what but you're that, actually but communicating, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I believe that's what's happening. Our actions are... are uh, I sure. tend to view our actions as symbolic actions. Yes. And and, and metaphorical. And, and I think there is some power to that. Right. If we keep saying, no, focus on your past, focus on your past, focus on your past, and they say, but I've got to get about the future, yeah. I've got to be about the future then you are setting up an oppositional relationship. Yes. That I am somehow opposed to your future. Now, we do that a number of different ways. I think screaming does the same thing. Here's here's what's interesting, is we could talk all day about spanking and have people defending it. Yeah. But no No one one ever... screaming. No one ever defends screaming. Yay, scream at your kids. No one... I mean, I, the only, t- I mean, I've been doing screen-free parenting for 10 plus years, right? And no one has ever actually said, they've said it as a joke... But I like I like to scream. I like screaming. Right. They've but they've not said if I don't scream, they won't do. They've said that, that, but they've not said it with no. This is my actual defense. I believe they need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and some of that's because they can't find a Bible verse to say it. Yeah, that seems to back it up. Yeah. So okay, so continue. So uh, I I just. Stated, and here's my. I, I didn't. It, but, but what you just said inadvertently mm-hmm. communicated to, I think, well-intentioned, right, oftentimes thoughtful people who advocate spanking in with restraint. Yes, and we could list, you know, a number of highly educated experts, parenting experts in my field. I have in, on yeah. my shelf right behind me three mm. books I could pull off the shelf right now. Yes. You have some in yours as well? Yes. And you have just told them that they are illogical. Yes. I said there is no reasonable. Reasonable. I think it was. Yeah, right, you, so you right. have told them Because the scientific evidence yeah. is saying it's counter-effective. Yeah. Right? It in, and it has been shown in multiple studies to increase violence and anxiety and uh, violence as a as a as a solution, solution to, to yeah, kids conflict. problems right it as increases their anxiety it decreases their self esteem mm-hmm. and then the latest studies which are the the most fascinating to me is they actually lessen your child's IQ mm-hmm. and decrease and slow down brain development which the the main part of the brain that's developing and throughout childhood uh-huh. is the human the, part of the brain, right. the front the part of the brain. prefrontal neocortex. The part that isn't as developed in ADHD kids. Right. The, the ability to yeah. slow down, think through. High-level cognitive... Decision-making. Like, yeah, decision-making stuff. Executive-level right. decision All of which we believe screen pre-parenting increases. Right. Because we are empowering kids to think through their decisions and make them, right, make them consider it. 
And so spanking actually has been shown on functional MRI tests. It decreases brain mass. And this is a big thing, this, these uh, uh, MRI tests. Yeah. Because uh, I tell people this is the century of the brain is what we're referring Absolutely to this as is, now. Yes. Because it's, it's been very recent that we've been able to look at a brain while it's still functioning. Right. Used to be you had to wait until the brain stopped functioning, and then you could cut it open, and then you could examine it, right. and then you just have to figure out some cause and effect or right. try to reason backwards or something, do some forensics on it. But now we can actually watch it in with action. these MRI tests. In action. Yeah. Right. What and, parts of the brain and get fired up. And we're learning so much yeah. about the way the brain works, and we have to adjust ourselves accordingly. Yes. And we now that there's three parts to the brain. Yeah. Right. The, there's the first part that it's developed. That it's the reptilian. Primal yeah. part, you know, that has the fight or flight mechanisms. Yes. Or freeze. Yeah. Fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. 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 Yes. And then the mammal part of our brain develops next. Right. right? Where your emotions reside. Yes. And yeah. Right. That kind of stuff. And then the human part of the brain develops last and it's not fully developed until like 25 years old. Yeah. Right. And so we understand this. We understand things that actually help to this development. We understand things that don't. So I was putting out the science yes. that's out there. Yes. Right? And then the third, I got a little um, uh, triggered. Yeah. I allowed myself to get triggered All by of this, the conversation. Yeah. The, you know, the thing about anger, mm. anger is a self-reinforcing emotion. Yes. Some people say, well, you've got to let it out. Just let it out. And then it goes away, it dissipates. But that's not the way anger... Which is actually untrue. Yeah, that's right. not how it works. Right. The more you express it, the more you feel it. Yeah, the way Thich Nhat Hanh uh, uh, speaks it. Yeah. Right? Like, there is no such thing as releasing anger. No. There is only rehearsing it. And you began with a... Because you were angry. I was. And any human being that looks at those kinds of photos and, has an emotional response. And here's to that. another thought is one of the things we talk about in the marriage material is that you should not be as scared of conflict in your marriage. You should be scared of resentment. Right. That builds resentment up over is termites. Time. Yes. Yeah. It builds up over time because you're not willing to have conflicts just about that issue. Right. You stuff whatever the issue is at the moment. And what that builds is resentment over all the issues. And so, you know, people kind of move towards two extremes when it comes to expressing their anger. Yes. Either they stuff it right. or they spew it. And what I thought is, since I've never spoken about this publicly, maybe the first time I spoke about it publicly, I was reactive. Yeah. Because I've and been holding back I, resentment. I think you can see, and what you're showing here is, the more you talked or the more you typed, yes. the angrier, angrier I got. you got. I did. And the more reactive, because you then became. I then I started to, to attack. Yeah, I think that's the best word to describe what I did. Attack the biblical arguments, right, in favor of spanking. And you used a word, ridiculous, which means to that something is worthy of, of ridicule. ridicule. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and that obviously for many people of faith, yes, when you lead with the word ridiculous. It becomes that word that we talked about where now I can't sure. hear anything else. Well, Everything like, else is white noise. You've just called me and my faith ridiculous. Right. It's it's like uh, we use this word in the end of the marriage book. I talk about, there's an appendix that talks about divorce and should you use the threat of right. divorce, you know, right. the, the D word. Because once you say that, it's a, that's, it, yeah, that's the nuclear option. And I said it's like an anchovy salad. 
It becomes because a Caesar salad, if you put anchovies in there, is now an anchovy salad because yeah. it's completely dominated. <laughs> yeah. Now everyone knows that Caesar salad has, has anchovy, anchovy in paste it. in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But when you put anchovies in it, that's no longer because that's a <laughs> put very a, put a whole anchovy. Yeah, in it. that's yeah, a exactly. strong, strong, and it dominates a salad. And so that's what I did there by are saying ridiculous. words out there. Now yeah, what yeah. I followed that up with is well, something I actually do believe that when the Bible speaks of the rod. The rod of discipline. Of discipline, yes. right? Which is the word that, uh, in, in the most famous passage in Scripture, probably, right, the, 23rd the 23rd Psalm, the rod, rod and your staff bring me comfort. Yes, they, those are the tools of the shepherd. The staff yes. is that, that curve-shaped thing. That, that right? yanks people out who are wandering away yes. and just sort of redirects them. Right, and the rod was a steering mechanism, yeah. right? An easy stick to point out. It was not... And I think I said this, and it was not, you know, put the lamb across your knee no. and use the rod to spank you, and this is going to hurt you more than me. me. Yeah, or me more than or you. Me, me than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So it wasn't used that way, and so I think the rod of discipline is metaphorical, right. and I absolutely agree that if you do not exercise discipline with your children, of if you course. do not steer them, they will get out, they will go the wrong path. Steer, guide, direct. Sometimes yes. there's a little bit of a physical confrontation in that. I mean, you can I, and, and that's your a, kids. You know what? You, you that's know? another thing. That's that I, I, I when I am asked about uh, spanking in public, yeah, of course I have said I am not against using your physicality. But because remember, you are four times the size of your kid, and and you have to pick them up. Right? Yeah, you have to Sometimes remove them from the situation. Yeah, exactly. I even and I talk about how we would pick up. My son was out of control and threatening to hit people, and I picked him up and I laid him down on his bed and I laid down on top of him. Yeah, I was not being hurtful. I was just being heavy. Right, right. He's not going anywhere, <laughs> and he's fighting against me and fighting against me. But I have my my mouth next to his ear. My our heads are next, and I'm speaking soothing, dude. I'm right here. Yep. You you can do this. You can get control of yourself, right? Yeah. We're going to be here until you can. This is going to be one of the most important things you learn yeah. how to do is no, to calm You can yourself do this, down. right? But he, I am holding him. There is no... Sure. Yeah. So I am using yeah. my physicality. Right. Right? And I absolutely endorse that. But that is different in my mind. Sure. From right? striking. Striking a child with a tree, with a, a switch, yeah. you know, a thin tree branch... 15 or 16 times until they bleed. Now, again, that's absolutely different. Yeah. But that's not what people are ultimately trying to defend. No. They're trying to use saying, using it five times in a way that sure. just makes them aware. This is the defense. Yeah. Right? Then they cite one passage in particular. There, okay, so if we're going to talk about the Bible verses, there are five of them. That mention. That mention. The rod. The rod of discipline. Um, and there are a couple of verses in particular that people talk right. about. The one they always go to is Proverbs 23. Right. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, right. and the rod of discipline will drive it from him. Actually, no, that's not 23. No, that's not. That's a different one. Yeah. But yeah. That's the one that I hear most. Oh, I hear, strike a child with the rod, he will not die. Right. Strike him with a rod, and you'll save him from the pit. From Sheol. Sheol, is which the is the Hebrew pit word. of death. It's pit, it's death, it's the grave, it's yes. whatever. You know, a lot of people uh, Take read that hell. to mean hell. Right, you know, right, if I'm right. saving my child from hell and by... Yes, and so the word strike in there. Yes. Right, and so they use that as very literal, and they believe that's what yeah. commissions them 
It is a commission. I'm saving my child from hell. I am driving yes. folly from his heart. I am. This is the the biblical form of corporal punishment. And so that was the thing that people asked me. What about uh, Proverbs twenty three? What yeah, about, right. And I did not address that. I just said, look, the, it's metaphorical. It's meant to be, uh, and, and God is not one who is actively seeking to strike his sheep. Right. Us. Right. All right. So then I think you're right. I kept getting more upset because then I took, uh, so I laid that out there. And then the, the next piece was just because. Now this one, I'm just still going to hold on to. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm going to hold on to. Here's but the way you, but okay. No, yeah, no, you, 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 you okay. That here's the, you, and you mentioned earlier, I was spanked. I turned out well. No, you mentioned the people used this. People were saying this. Yes, I was spanked. I turned out well. Ergo, I spank. Yeah, because I am directly associating right the correlation of me getting spanked and me feeling good about where I am now, and saying there's a causation relationship. Sure, right. That because I was spanked, could use that reasoning to say that anything. George Washington owned slaves, and he became president. So, if you want to become president, right. you should own slaves. It's the fallacy of yeah. the. the <laughs> it's the fallacy that we learned. You know, you learn it in logic. If you take a logic class, which I think everybody should take, right, right, it's basic yeah. logic, uh, you learn there, there is an argument that people use: A equals B, right? Right. B equals C. Therefore, A equals C. Yeah, uh, there was a playwright, French playwright uh, named Ionesco. Um, Eugene Ionesco, who wrote uh, who wrote a, a play called The Rhinoceros, and in it he talks about that that syllogistic yes. reasoning. And it's called and, a syllogism. And he says um, uh, Augustus was the emperor of Rome. Mm-hmm. My cat's name is Augustus. <laughs> Therefore, my cat is the emperor of Rome. Right. And I said, just because you were spanked. That does not mean it led to who you are today. Right. Because then, by that logic, you could justify anything yeah. that happened to you in childhood. Childhood. Yeah. Like, I was hit by a car, and now look at me. So, so everything I am and, is because I was hit by a car. And therefore, even worse, everybody should get hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> and so If you want your children to turn out fine like I did, right. you will hit them with cars. Yes. And I said a word, lunacy. Here's the deal. Okay. No one has made mention of that argument. Yeah. No one has criticized me on that one. Nope. It is, I, I think it's just because I used clear logic and did. it's exposed and I don't regret using the word lunacy. Okay. All right. On okay. I, it's maybe, a pagan word, but I'll let you, I'll let that one slide. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. I'm not saying anybody is a lunatic. I'm saying it's lunacy yes. to use that. That kind of syllogistic reasoning. Everybody, you're better than uh, that. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Because uh, you you could say, uh, you know, uh, this um, this young woman from Pakistan, mm-hmm. you know, Malala, yes. that, you know, uh, who suffered this tragic, horrific, horrific abuse. Yeah. Um, and now she has turned out to be this spokesman for, this international spokesman for women's rights. Right. Right. Well, we don't say if. Well, if you want your daughter to grow mm-hmm. up and be, then you got to do that to her. Sure. You know that's terrible. Sure. So what I and really what I allowed myself to get triggered by was watching some NFL players mm-hmm. 
talking about this issue because they had to address it. Because sure, it's, it's Adrian Peterson, you know, personnel in the uh, MVP, yeah. whatever, one of the best players in the league. So they're addressing it, and and by you know to a person, they were saying, "Look, I was raised with this." I, but here's what I started to see is I was raised this way and it saved me from the gangs. It saved me from the plague of the saved inner city. Me from Sheol. Yes. Right. That's what they're saying. But then they would follow it up by saying, Keyshawn Johnson said, follow it up by saying, um, now with my four kids, I made a promise. I won't hit them. Which says, I don't want them to turn out like me. I well, mean, there's a weird. Or I have a problem with that. I so know maybe, that for me it was required, right. but for them it's not. Right. So maybe you're saying it's the context. Yeah. Yes, how you were raised, the inner city, whatever, it was necessary in that. Well, I don't think you want to go down that path. Yeah, no. Because then what you're going to say is, well, if you live in the suburbs, then you don't need to. But if you live in the inner city, you better. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you don't want to go you down that path that. Yeah. because then that's going to go down racial lines, right? Well, so then uh, Mike Ditka jumps in too, you know? And I, he said the same thing. Yeah, I was, you know, done this and he did it to his kids and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he's older, right? Yeah. Right? Makes sense. And and then Chris Carter spoke. Chris Carter, Hall of Fame wide receiver, uh, broadcaster for, you know, ESPN. ESPN. And he says, I was raised exactly that same way as well. Says, my mother... Single mother, yeah, seven kids oh on Lord. her own, yeah, did the best that she could. But there are thousands of things that we have learned since then that have convinced me that my mom was wrong about. That's a very powerful statement to make because I think a lot of times what what triggers us mm-hmm. is when somebody says spanking is wrong, my mom spanked. So you're saying my mom is wrong. You don't know anything about my mom. My mom was a saint. My mom was a single mom. She was raising seven kids. She was doing the best she can. How dare you speak Mm -hmm. ill of the dead like Mm -hmm. that and tell me that my mom was, you see how emotional we begin to get. And he got emotional in the other way. He said, my mom was wrong. I love her to death. She did the best that she could, but she was wrong. And that there are so many things that she taught me that I promised I would not. And he said, teach that mess to my children. We're in the 21st century. Yeah. We have learned thousands of things. You cannot make a child do what you want them to do by hitting them. Mm. Right? Okay. So he does that, and there's only one person on the panel. There's like you know five yeah, guys yeah, on. There's yeah. only one person, Tom, uh, Jackson. Tom Jackson, who yeah. was saying amen. Right? Another African-American who yeah. was raised in that, yep. a single mother, yep. right? So was spanked. Played but he's in saying, the NFL. Oh, yeah. he was fantastic. Man. And yep. saying, uh, he's saying, basically he's saying amen. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Preach it. Right? Now, I don't think it's going out of my... I, I don't think it's wrong for me to say that, especially in the Afri- African-American community, you don't criticize your mom. And that's just... Uh, that's that's Yeah, you can't... You can't do that. No. And yet here he was. He was saying his mom acted with the best information she had. Yeah. He was saying it graciously. Yes. Um, but... But he was saying it honestly as well. Yeah. There is a another verse in the Bible... In the New Testament, mm-hmm. that talks about how important it is to speak truth in the context of love. Yes, and it puts both of those on equal, equal terms, terms right. so that truth without love isn't really truth, and love without truth isn't really love. And aren't there also like three times you 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 have attended seminary um, since I left? Uh, <laughs> uh, three times where um, Paul urges his readers to uh, do not provoke 
fathers do two, not two times two times yeah two times but they're they're both equally forceful do yes. not provoke your children to anger to wrath yeah yeah children you know fathers they, and he puts the onus on those on dads. those dads right. do not do something that would unintentionally provoke your children to wrath or anger or, or an, rebellion a, a rebellious response right. right so all of that i'm getting and so here's and yet that's not where you ended no I went one more piece. Again, trying to use logic, yeah. because another piece use, people are using is, like we mentioned earlier, they're using their context. It was necessary yeah. for me because, and, and here's Adrian Peterson, I was raised in East Texas. you got to do this in East Texas. We've yeah, always done it in how East it's Texas, done. It was right? done to me. Charles and I, Barkley yeah. did it, too. He, yeah. he came out and said, look, in Alabama, in the South. That's how it is. We, that's how it is. We, you know, that's just how it is. That's and a, a lot southern... of people on the, on the radio, those sports talk right. guys here, and, and they're, you know, they don't come from inner city communities, per se. Right. They don't come from, uh, you know, poverty, per se. But they are still saying, you know, they're, they're my age. They're maybe a few years older. Hey, listen, this is how it was done. Right. Yep. And... Because that's how it was done, because it's a cultural norm, yeah. then we'll defend it. Yep. Not realizing the lunacy of uh-huh. going down that path. Yep. Right? Because then you're going to start to defend lots of practices in the South Things because that were they yeah. were customary. Hello. You don't want to go down that go path. You don't want to go back to Jim Crow laws. You don't want to go oh, back Lord. to you know the fire hoses on the streets I in mean, Birmingham and Nashville and places like that. You, we you, had well, segre- that's the way it did in the South. Right. We had segregation that's in the right. South, and it was defended because it was in the South. Yeah. Right? That's the way we've always done it. This is a cultural way of life. So in an effort to show that, and also in an effort to show that I have some credibility, I talked about my common heritage with Adrian Peterson. Because you also raised in East, East Texas. Texas. And have on, on one side of my family goes back multiple generations yeah. in East Texas. The same county that he grew up in, the same county that he was arrested in. Mm-hmm. I've had multiple family reunions in that county, right? And so, and and I made a statement that was absolutely inflammatory mm-hmm. because I was trying to help put a accuracy to what I believe he did. Right. What I believe he did was put a weapon in his hand and inflicted it on his child. So a switch. From what you were saying is a weapon, a switch, a belt. Yeah, a a basic because it goes yeah, just a basic spoon, definition of the uh, word ruler, of weapon is yeah. any instrument used to inflict bodily harm. So, I said multiple generations of my family have been spanked with weapons. That does not justify it. Right. For me to continue to do it. There were members of my family that took uh, strong issue with that sure. choice of that yeah. word. Right. Strong issue with that. And I understand it. Yeah. I meant it to be inflammatory. But. And I think this reveals Mm -hmm. why this is such a uh, a triggering incident. Sure. For you. For, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I was, I watched, so I have memories, I know stories. You and your brother. Belts. Yeah. Right. Belts on, on bare bottoms. Right. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Adrian Peterson made a quote about, hey, I wouldn't use, I, I wasn't going to use an extension cord because I know how that feels. Mm. 
So he knew from his past experience that there what, are, oh, that there is a line, right? But then crossed a line with a different instrument. Instrument, yeah. Right. Which tells me it's easy to cross the line with any instrument. Yeah. Now some people have are are actively teaching you use an instrument, so they don't associate your hand right with the pain that has been inflicted upon them so that when you reach out your hand towards your child mm-hmm. they don't fear your hand mm-hmm. so use some sort of instrument they'll fear the paddle or the wooden spoon or the ruler right. or the belt or the switch but they won't fear your hand right i get that there's a there's a logic to that bye struggle to see the logic to that because because you're a basketball person who thinks the ball is part of the hand hand, right you associate yeah i hear you so the hand that can physically grab the instrument ball guy so the the bat is not part of the hand yes it is oh i guess yeah it hits off your fingers man that's that's a foul foul ball ball. yeah okay doesn't matter if it broke your finger that's a foul (laughs) ball right because your bat is the extension of the hand and that's how a kid sees it Okay. Now, so so there are some others right, that say, right. do not ever put anything in your hand. Right. Use your hand. Only use right. your hand, right. because then you can gauge how it feels. You can gauge a you're, little bit you've more. You've got yeah. more control, yeah. right? Because you're feeling the impact as well. The thing yeah. about using an instrument, you're not feeling the impact. Right. Yeah. Right? Or you are negligible based on how it's moving in your hand, right? And again, there is a logic to both of these. Yes. I, d- I don't want to unnecessarily alienate people who have True. thought that through. And, and that reveals a level of thoughtfulness. Yes. That's what, that's what we're attempting to do. And it's, and it's obviously hard for me. I still struggle with it just based on how you've heard me in this conversation. Right. right. right? I've, I've spent my life trying to help families function at their highest levels, and I've counseled hundreds of families that have been torn apart through this legacy right. of so, what okay. they call spanking. So we are like we're we're so long right now. I mean we're oh, we're over time. We're, well, we're we're right at time. Right, right at now, time. This is where we normally okay. end. So right. so this is obviously going to be a much larger conversation. And we've already started it. Go yeah. to our website yeah, yeah. and you can see the article that I wrote. www.screenfree.com. Spankfree yeah. parenting question yep. mark. Exactly. Right. Can we have a screen free conversation? And where I do a mea culpa and talk openly about, hey, I use this. I was trying to do this, but I was triggered and emotionally reactive, so I was not screen free. But here's what we want our listening audience to know, all those eight people who've been waiting for this. Um yes. we, we here's what we want you to know. We are internally uh in our organization thinking very carefully about this. Trying to, yeah. We, we are trying to think very carefully about this, and we want to create a dialogue. Yes. We don't want this to just be us broadcasting a message at you. We would love for you to engage with us. And some of you have. Yes, we, we're great. very appreciative of that, and we love that kind of interaction. What we're trying to help people do more than anything else is become that thoughtful yes. parent, that thoughtful spouse, that thoughtful leader. Which when we say we want you to be a cool parent, that's, that's what we mean. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And, I, and in fact, next year, we're going to be rolling out this kind of new promotional campaign about be a cool parent. Yeah. Right? You know, and you're going to be... And that doesn't just mean be a hip parent. That the, means be a calm You better not try to be a hip thoughtful parent. parent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... It doesn't work when you're trying to be a hip parent. And so if we can... Uh, if we can help people begin to think yeah. scream free, yeah. think from a calm posture without feeling threatened, right. because we we don't want to alienate or isolate or 
I think we've heard you shame. say, yeah, we, you we know, don't want some shame. of the words you used, you know, ridiculous and ludicrous and right. things like that, you regret right. having led with some of those words because it alienates people and it puts them in a defensive posture. And that's not what we want. Yes, We want to have an open dialogue about this so that we can all collectively figure out a calm path forward to a better future that is based on our principles. Right. And not on our fears and our anxieties. Is that that's what we're trying to do? All right. So next steps for people, people who want to take next steps, how do they engage with us? They go to the website, read the article, comment on the article, send us an email, right? Info at screamfree.com, right? To send us a, it goes uh, straight to us. Uh, We see everything. Let's try to have a screamfree conversation about banking. Yeah. Can we? Right. And we'll we'll come back. To and maybe this. we can't. Yeah, but, maybe but, it's not ready, but maybe. But we're going to come back to this on another podcast. Yes, right. And, and there's going to be another article yeah. where we're we're actually what we need to do is take on the actual biblical thing yeah. and look at it very very closely. Okay. I know you have a number of things that you have yeah, discovered yeah, yeah. over the years, right? Yes. That are very very helpful. That sometimes what we think is in the Bible isn't really in the Bible. Yeah. And this is the, an important thing for Bible readers out there. Um. The, from a Christian perspective, the, the Bible is designed to make you more like Jesus. And so if the way I apply a Bible verse doesn't make me more like Jesus, then I'm doing it wrong. I'm not saying the Bible is wrong. I'm saying the way we're applying it or the way we're understanding it is wrong. So we that that'll be something we'll have to think through and we'll have to take on those bibles. And we'll recognize that of you know, we that not everybody's Christian of and, course and not. doesn't want to pay attention to no. this at all, but if you do want a more informed, I think maybe the first really informed conversation uh about the biblical arguments to and fro that you've encountered, uh, that's what we're going to strive to do. Yes. And and, and we're talking we're, we're talking actually about doing it in a town hall type format yeah. in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. Which would be fun. I think so. If, I, so if, if we could be scream free about if it, if we could be scream free, yeah. and and we could get a, a crowd of people who would be interested in having that kind of a conversation, then we would love to figure out how to do that moving forward. But for now, I know your ears are tired of listening to us. Yeah. I'm so tired. thanks for listening to uh, You Must Chill, the weekly podcast, all things scream free. Two guys who are trying to figure out how to uh, calm down so that we can grow up, so that we can get closer to the people who matter most. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon.